Greetings to everyone in the name of Jesus Saints. We love you so much. And yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. Amen. It is 359. All right. Coming up on the four o'clock hour. Yes, we want to say uh, that we're excited this morning. We are so excited this morning to be coming again in unity. How many know where there's unity, there is strength. Amen. In the name of Jesus. So uh, earlier this week, I want to say on Monday. Uh, we we're talking about the times and me going before the Lord, asking the Lord, Lord, what times and, and trying to, you know, just, just putting my times before the Lord. And this is one of the things I put the time before the Lord. And, uh, um, yeah. So I was like, Lord, what is the, what is the perfect time? Because, you know, as we keep walking this walk by faith, uh, there's a permissive will that the Lord has. Holy Ghost, speak through me on today in Jesus' name. There is a permissive will that the Lord has, and then there is the perfect will that the Lord has. Amen. There's a permissive will, and then there is a perfect will. All right. And I'm telling the Lord, Lord, I want to be in your perfect will as far as, uh, you know, um, anything I do. Anything I do, Lord, I want to be in your perfect will. And so we used to come on, all right, in fellowship at 3, all right, at 3 a.m. But now it's going to be 4 a.m. Amen, 4 a.m. And um, that is what has been going on this week. This is why the pot beam has been being uh, either uploaded or done an hour later because we are going to um, do it at 4 a.m. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Now, I pray that no one, it it does not cause a ripple, all right, in your schedule. Most of the time, those over in the States are probably asleep. Some are still asleep when we do the podcast. Amen. And then others over across the waters, they are wide awake. Amen. And they know when the podcast is per se late, but it's not late, amen, it is uh, the four o'clock hour, amen, the four o'clock hour. Again, I pray that it has not caused a ripple in your schedule, amen. So we're going to talk about something that shh, 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 nobody really likes to talk about. Bless you all for coming into the live. We love you so much. Those that will listen on the replay, hey, you know we love you too. Um, we're going to talk about something that shh, 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 nobody wants to talk about, all right? Nobody wants to talk about this, what we're going to talk about on today. Why are we talking about this on today? Well, this is what the Lord gave me to talk about on today, all right? So we got to listen up, amen. We're going to talk about the elephant in the room. Have you ever heard that slogan or slur? The elephant in the room. All right. The elephant in the room. Well, when people use this term, the elephant in the room. All right. We must discuss the elephant in the room. People use this term. They're normally typically talking about something that is huge as day, but nobody wants to say anything about it. Nobody wants to put their finger on it. Nobody wants to acknowledge that this is going on. And because nobody wants to acknowledge that this is going on, 
they they call it the elephant in the room because an elephant again is as big as they all right but uh when it comes to a secret which is what we're talking about today elephants all right the elephant in the room something as big as they but nobody wants to say anything about it nobody wants to point the point the finger nobody wants to uh blow the horn nobody wants to do any of that all right so this is what we're going to be talking about on today amen amen lord thank you for going before my words on today jesus name all right so um walking this walk by faith is 100 times 100 going to cause a separation from uh those that do not want to walk the walk by faith amen is going to cause uh that separation there all right so right now let's see i don't know if you've ever heard of this term but i'm going to share it with you amen and it's called uh the water of separation have you ever heard that concerning the kjv the water of separation well this bible this 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 um this walk by faith this whole walk by faith it causes the water it's you could call it the water of separation because jesus said what god said he wanted us sanctified set apart right so it's called the walls of separation the water of separation amen uh numbers 1919 19. let's go look at it numbers 1919 19. see here it's going to be and i just thought this was just so peculiar because this really is what it is amen this really is what it is and um you and i have to be aware that anytime that you're shunned or you know people just don't want to be around you you know if you're not such a foul person right and you are claiming this walk by faith then it is that water of separation amen the water of separation so numbers 1919 reads this and the clean person shall sprinkle upon the unclean on the third day and on the seventh day and on the seventh day he shall purify himself and wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and shall be clean at even okay okay now verse 20 says but the man that shall be unclean and shall not purify himself that soul shall be cut off from among the congregation because he had defiled the sanctuary of the lord the water of separation had not been sprinkled upon him he is unclean oh we saints now did you hear that i mean does that not seem like what is going on on today you know what i'm saying does it seem like this is going on on today amen the waters of separation and then there are those 
they don't really want, you know, the word of separation. But do you feel like you can take part of the water of separation? Did you let me read this one more time? It says, and the clean person shall sprinkle upon the unclean on the third day and on the seventh day and on the seventh day he shall purify himself and wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and shall be clean at even but the man that hath but excuse me but the man that shall be unclean and shall not purify himself that soul all right shall be cut off from among the congregation because he had defiled the sanctuary of the lord the water of separation had not been sprinkled upon him he is unclean so are you one of the ones that would like to take part of the water of separation yes yes okay <laughs> all right hey me as well i would like to take part in the water of the waters of separation because the bible clearly says here's in numbers that those that do not take part in the water of separation they have not been sprinkled upon and they are not clean amen so when you go through the land and you see those they're trying to pull everybody in everybody everybody going to heaven everybody 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 this is a person that is unclean because the water of separation has not been sprinkled upon them they have not been in the water of the word they have rejected the water of the word and then they are therefore now cut off from the congregation because they are unclean now there is good news for those of us that are still living moving all right breathing there's good news because see we can look at the lepers who were unclean as well but see the lepers the leprous men they had to find themselves uh in a in a humble state uh they had to find themselves in humility and in finding themselves in humility all right they was able to come to Jesus uh not prideful and then they were able to be healed all right they were able to come to Jesus and they were able to be healed amen but they had to be found outside of the position thank you lord of pride okay arrogance haughtiness high-mindedness they had to be found outside of this place have you taken place and uh, have you taken part excuse me in the water of separation have you done this thing amen i tell you what it is a everyday walk and the reason it's a walk by faith because a lot of times we can look at ourselves and feel like i don't even deserve to take part in such something so beautiful but the thing about it is the lord already knew that when he made us amen he says there is no perfect part in you 
The only perfect part of you is me. Amen. The only perfect part of you is me. Amen. And so we're going to talk about that secret. All right. That secret. Now, we know that the Bible over in Psalms talk about the secret place of the most high. Those that abide in the secret place of the most high. We're going to abide under the shadow of the almighty. Amen. We'll abide under the shadow of the almighty. Amen. So, but this secret that the Lord is talking about on today, uh, just like abiding in the secret place, he is the God of secrets. Did you know that? He is God of secrets. So, you know, back then they used to have this song, You're my little secret. That's how I'm going to keep it. You should never let it go. Never let it show. Right? You should ne- We should never let them know. You're my little secret. That's how we should keep it. All right. So, the thing about it is those type of secrets, they are not secrets secret all right because the lord like many times we don't count him in but we have to count him in amen because the lord that sees in secret we're going to go over there too we are going to walk on water hallelujah in the name of jesus um the lord sees in secret and this is another reason why the lord is telling us on today i need you all right it is best for us to confess our faults. Amen. The Bible says confess your faults one to another. This, let me tell you, you if you're going to confess your faults to somebody else, you got to know that this person is not going to take those secrets. All right. And then go use them against you later. Amen. It's called a narc. I'm going to take these secrets and I'm going to use them against you later and then blackmail you. No, you, this is not what you want. All right. Because many have crept in on the wares. Uh, you can find this in this day and time. This is not what we need. This is not what we want. Not when we're vulnerable, right? And trying to get the healing, the deliverance that we need. Not when we're trying to get to a place in the Lord where we're past this hurdle. We're past this, um, this stumbling block. We're past this place. And now, Lord, I'm ready to go on. I'm tired of sitting here. All right. Some people say, Lord, I'm tired of sitting here and I'm ready to go on. Right. Well, in doing that and saying that, we have to make sure now that we are confiding in the right ones. Amen. Confiding of those that really are of the faith and not someone that's going to try to hold this thing against you. Because how can we get a deliverance while we're fighting uh, the things that we have been fighting in secret? Now it's open because we confide in the wrong ones. And now it's spread it abroad. Now, no matter where we go, people are snarling at us, looking at us. Oh, you used to do this. Oh, you used to be that. You know what I'm saying? So now you're trying to get your deliverance, your breakthrough, trying to go up to another level with all of this going on. You know what I'm saying? And it's not to say that you can't elevate with all of this going on. It's messy. Uh, but you, but you have to know how to use the mess. You understand? You have to know how to use the mess in a messy situation. In a messy situation, Lord, 
I've, I've tried to keep your word. You told me to confess my faults, told us to confess our faults one to another. It's messy now. I did that. Well, did we use wisdom when we, when we were doing it? Amen. So in doing it and saying it went wrong, it went way left. Well, the Lord is always going to find, he's always going to make sure that you come up smelling like a rose. Amen. So, but you have to use that messy situation in a, keep, keep walking the walk by faith. Keep walking on water, walking on the word. And as we keep doing this, you'll see how God will just bring you right on out. Amen. And he'll use this bad situation to elevate you. Why? Because you had a pure heart and a right spirit in telling and trying to confess and trying to rid yourself of the secret. Whatever the secret may be for you. Amen. Sometimes these things are very embarrassing. All right. How is it that a man of your caliber could have done this or could be going through this right now? How is it that a lady of your caliber could have done this or could be going through this right now? And it could be very embarrassing. Amen. Another, uh, another, um, we have the person of the Holy Ghost as well. Amen. And we have Abba Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. These are they. These are those. The Holy Ghost. Abba. Okay, Jesus. We can confess our faults to them too. Amen. We can confess our faults to them. And they are faithful. God is faithful to forgive. Did you know that? God is faithful to forgive. God is faithful to cleanse. God is faithful, okay, to make us free. Okay. Um, it, when we read the beginning of the podcast that there's one that chose to be clean and then begin to sprinkle clean. And then there are those that chose not to take part of the water separation and they were unclean, cut off from the congregation. Secret. Secret. What does secret mean? It means not known or seen or not meant to be known or seen by others all right something that is kept or meant to be kept unknown or unseen by others all right i want to keep this unknown and unseen by others now okay let's see the lord just gave me a scripture here and um we're gonna go we're gonna go did I write that? I did write it down. Okay. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6. All right. Matthew chapter 6. We're talking about that elephant in the room today. We're talking about that secret. We're talking about something that seems just so heavy. And we can't, it seems like we can't share with anyone. But I'm telling you, I'm going to tell you, this is a deception of the enemy. You haven't been through nothing that somebody else haven't been through. Do you understand? And then Jesus bore it all on his shoulders. So uh, many times the enemy likes to uh, make us feel like we're all on an island by ourselves. I'm the only one in the world that's been through this, right? And uh, yeah, but you're not the only one that has been through what you're going through. Amen. You are not. Okay, Matthew chapter 6. And let's start at one. Why not? It says, take heed that you do not your alms before men 
to be seen of them. Otherwise, ye have no reward of your father, which is in heaven. Now, verse one seems like it's going opposite. It seems like it's contradicting us not, you know, being secretive and having secrets. Right. It seems like it's contradicting because right here in verse one is saying, stop telling everything. Right. Stop telling everything. Take heed that ye do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, ye have no reward of your father, which is in heaven. Therefore, when thou doest thy alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may have glory of men. Verily, I say unto you, they have their reward. And we've seen those that wanted glory of men. They have refused to be uh, uh, clean and have not taken part in the waters of separation. All right. No cleanliness here. Uh, no water of separation here. And we've seen these uh, go through the land and they refuse to be clean. All right. Well, they went for instead of going for uh eternal eternal life they went for what the glory of men and the thing about men is i mean we just have no heaven or hell to put nobody in amen a man a woman has no heaven no hell to put jesus said i go me i go to prepare a place that where I am, there you may be also. Jesus went to prepare the place. I, myself, you, we have no place to put nobody. Amen. So we have to sometimes sit down and count up the cost. Is the glory of, is, is having the glory of men worth it? It's not. Amen. It's not worth it. You get a couple of years of a couple of pat on the backs. You get a couple of of smiles. You get a couple of acc accolades over the years. And then that's it. It's the end all be all. So the question is, is it worth it? The answer? No, it's not. Amen. It is not worth it to have the glory of men versus the Lord having that eternal place for us. Okay. So he said the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may have glory of men. Verily, I say unto you, they have their reward. Now, is that so sad? Like, I don't want to take too long thinking about it, but saints, that's really sad. Like, to have the glory of men, most oftentimes they're just doing that while you're there but when you leave their true uh their true comments about you come out you know his cologne was just too loud this time wasn't it oh it just burnt my nose hairs out yeah I, I can't stand that you know what you you know but you just pat him up real good how oh you preach so great you pat her up real good oh you talk so great you preach so great and then time they leave you you know yeah you just no, it's just some about it. I don't, I don't know. I mean, the word, I, it was good. That's it. It was good. But I'm just saying, it's just something about her. I mean, it's just something about him. So do we go with the glory of man? 
literally like a man that a a daughter of Zion, a man about that don't even know our own hearts. The heart is deceitfully wicked, desperately wicked. Who can know it? Only God can know it. So we're going to go with the glory of man who don't even know if their heart is wicked or not, given on the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. <laughs> uh-uh. All right. So verily I say unto you, they have their reward. You mean my reward was, you know. Okay, three. But when thou doest alms, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. That thy alms may be in secret. And thy father which seeth, where saints? In secret. Alright. Our father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee when? Openly. Alright. So this is really something. And this is really something. You know, I get on here. I tell you that we're going to talk about not keeping secrets. We're going to talk about you know, confessing our faults one to another. We're going to talk about confessing our faults to the Lord. We're going to talk about getting off and under uh, this burden of a secret. Amen. Whatever the secret might be for you, uh, you know, addictions and, 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 and drug abuse and, and um, just all type of things that could be a secret. All right. Um, uh, um, Secret profanity. You'd be surprised who does not speak profanity in public, but they cuss up a storm behind closed doors. You'd be surprised. You would be surprised. So, uh, um, secret, uh, bad habits and all of these different things. So many, many, many things. Um, we, we get on here and we say we're going to talk about this. And the Lord says, let's, let's talk about this too. Amen. Did not give me this before I got on, but this is what the Lord is saying. All right. So now he's saying, do this in secret. And this is where the Holy Ghost comes in at because he rightly divides. Amen. He rightly divides the truth. All right. So in dividing the truth, does it mean that how we came on, which was, hey, we're going to get the elephant out of the room because the devil lives in the elephant in the room. Did you know that the devil tries to abide in that secret that is not told to nobody? He likes to abide in the darkness, in the shadows. And this is when we this is why we have to expose. All right. What we feel like is going to embarrass us. It's going to make me look bad. It's going to make me feel bad. Well, it's better to go ahead on and expose the devil now. Amen. Then to let him keep riding and having uh, that driver's seat in our lives. Do you agree? There is somebody that you can talk to. There is somebody you can find in, confide in. And then Abba. Abba says, cast your cares on me. What does that mean? Throw it on me, baby. I can catch it. Throw it on me because I care for you. Cast your cares on me. Uh, because I care for you. Amen. So here in the beginning, the entrance way of Matthew chapter six, the Lord begins to tell us, Jesus begins to tell us, did not do your elms before men. Shh, shh, shh. Keep it a secret, right? Shh, shh, shh. Keep it a secret. But this is talking about elms. 
and the things we do for the Lord, they will pay off. Amen. After a while, after a while, after a while. Yes, after a while. So the things we do for the Lord, which may be uh, an example, walking in the supermarket and there is somebody that you see across the way and they just don't have nothing to eat. And you just bought a two for one special. Right. And you take one of those burgers and you give your burger to that individual. Well, uh, that's a am. All right. Well, how do we um, do our elms before men? We get up. We tell everybody, hey, I saw somebody that was homeless and I took the food that I had and I gave it to him. You did. That is so good. That is so great. And that's your reward. So half of the people didn't even really mean what they said. That's so good. That's so great. But this is my reward. They didn't even mean it. And then some people did. That is really good. Why I admire you. You know, maybe next time I see somebody, I'll do that. You know, so elms, the elms we do. Okay, the father which seeth in secret, he shall reward you openly. He shall reward us openly. Amen. Um, but verse three. But when thou doest alms. Let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth. That thy alms may be in secret. And thy father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly. Now. This is this is good. This is true. This is right. This is talking about alms. All right. When we if we go and we, you know, pick up a um gigolo on the way. If we go and pick up, um, you know, drugs on the way, pills on the way, um, if we go and pick up and uh, go gamble all our money, you know, on the way, if we go and backbite people on the way, right, if we go and spread rumors on the way, these are not alms, okay? This is sin, okay? So when the Bible began to talk about alms in, in Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 4, the Lord is talking about when, we doing, when we're doing good, amen, when we're doing good. But that, you're my little secret, that's how we're going to keep it. Most, mostly, now I don't really remember the whole song, but when I was hearing the song and singing the song way back in the day, I kind of pictured, because they were saying, you're my little secret, I kind of pictured a man that was with a woman that he wasn't supposed to be with or a woman that was with a, with a man that she wasn't supposed to be with, right? These days, people can say, hey, we're in a relationship, but let's not tell anybody because we don't want to give the enemy room to do what he wants to do. That's something totally different. But when we, the secrets we're talking about is wrongdoings, right? Uh, I can't get away from this habit. I can't get away from this mindset. I can't get away. It's good to confess. Okay. It's good to confess because the enemy can't ride in that darkness anymore. Okay. Um, yes. So the father which seeth in secret shall reward you openly. All right. And this is when we do alms. So the Holy Ghost teaches us all things. Yes. And with that being said, 
He just taught us when to keep a secret and when not to keep a secret. All right. When to keep a secret, when not to keep a secret. Because the elephant in the room, that's something that you don't want. Amen. That is something that the enemy can ride in and he can drive your life with this secret. Let's go to Mark chapter four real quick. Mark chapter four. You may say, I don't have nobody to tell this to because what I need to say, nobody around me. I, re- I don't really want nobody around me to know. Well, saints, I'm going to tell you, one time I heard a man say this. He said, I wanted to confess something so bad. But I didn't really have anybody that I had confidence in to confess it to. So he said he called a random number and the person picked up, hello. And he just began to confess everything. And this was a uh, minister. And he just began to confess everything to this random person. And I'm guessing after that, you know, the phone call ended. But who's to say maybe this? He said he felt lighter after that conversation. Right. He said he felt lighter because a lot of times, if you look at it, ministers, preachers, pastors, teachers, evangelists, prophets, prophetess, many times because people look at you in a certain way, it's hard to be able to confess uh, something that you're going through to these people you know what i'm saying like what do you mean you're going through this you're going through that uh paul said when i would to do good evil was also present amen and the apostle paul said that what do you think uh goes for me and you same thing when i would to do good evil was present and this is another way another reason you and i should have wisdom now, we can't just go blabbing everything to everybody because we create circumstances in our own lives because having no wisdom. Amen. But the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And in consulting the Lord, many times, he just wants us to confess our faults to him anyway. Right? Why? Because I see in secret. What is my name? My name is secret. So when you whisper and say, I'm going to tell you a secret. The Lord is like, okay, what's up? Right? He's the secret. Anytime we feel like we can carry secrets, tell secrets, the Lord is like, what's up? This is my forte. This is my party right here. What's going on? Because the God that seeth in secret. <laughs> so there's nothing we can do to escape him. There's nothing we can do to get away from him. There's no closet, no box, no underground, okay, railroad that we can go to to get away from the eyes of the Lord. It's not. So the best thing for us to do is to go head on and do what he said, which is to what? Confess. Yes, yes. Confess. Uh, Mark chapter 4. And verse, let's do 21. And he said unto them, is a candle brought to be put under a bushel 
or under a bed and not to be set on a candlestick for there is nothing hid which shall not be manifested neither was anything kept secret but that it should come abroad if any man have ears to hear let him hear all right let him hear so jesus tells us again i'm gonna tell you again all right there are no secrets now to you it may seem like a secret but to me i'm in the spirit and there are no secrets okay so now this is why the lord he does not take it well when we are trying to hold things back from him it, because it makes him feel um like we think he's stupid it makes him feel like we we think that we we're really more intelligent than he is right because i told you that i i see in secret i told you that nothing is hid from me right i told you nothing's going to be kept secret that's not going to come abroad and you still think that you're doing things that i can't see no you're not and so it causes his raft because you know have it ever have you ever been upset because somebody just treated you like you were ignorant like literally i'm more intelligent than that or have somebody try to pull the wool over your eyes and you're like come on now for real it kind of make you feel you know bad like it's a nasty feeling to degrade the intelligence of a person to pee in a glass and they saw you pee in the glass and then for you to walk right over to them offer it to them and tell them it's lemonade that's insulting you know and when we keep things from the lord it's insulting to him because he says i told you throughout the scriptures nothing is hid nothing is a secret right now do we take this and let it all hang out that's that's not what he's saying either what he's saying is he want us like we read in numbers 19 19 and 20 those of us that are choosing to be clean we're not letting it all hang out all right we're confessing we're telling the lord we're casting down strongholds all right we're pulling down excuse me strongholds we're casting down every evil imagination that is something else that is secret an evil imagination i'm going to imagine that uh your your workplace is going to blow up today okay like the tower the twin towers and you are going to be the one one of the ones that not is not going to come out i'm going to imagine people imagine all type of things but it's in secret amen it's in secret and what is the lord telling us to do with these thoughts 
well, the a good way that I understand it, and I believe you'll understand it this way as well, what do we do with these thoughts that we think in secret? I wish that something huge would come out on this man because he makes me sick. He get on my ever-loving nerves. I wish something uh, uh, catastrophic would come out on this woman because she make me sick. She get on my nerves. I wish. Well, we don't most of the time we don't say these things out loud, but we're thinking them in the secret thought process of the mind. There are secrets as well that the Lord is saying. That's that elephant in the room. And if you don't confess it to me and get rid and, and let me help you get rid of this, you are going to let the enemy drive you one day to doing something that is going to cost you your life. Amen. It's going to cost you your freedom. It costs you your eternity. Amen. So it's best to go ahead on be obedient. All right. Cast, uh, cast your cares on me. Let me know what's going on. Tell me about it, all right, so I can then help you and wash you clean. And with the water of separation, I'm going to separate you from the world. I'm going to separate you from these nasty thoughts that you've been having, these nasty dreams you've been having. I'm going to separate you, okay, from this nasty habit you had. I'm going to separate you from this nasty perversion. I'm going to separate you. I'm going to separate you. The water of separation comes to cleanse us in all areas. Hallelujah. So the Lord says, while you do your alms in secret, now this is time over here when we're doing things that's not for the Lord, but our flesh is causing us to do things now. The Lord says, you're going to have to expose this devil. Can't just keep this devil a secret because he's going to multiply, right? So no, we can't do that. Mark, we were reading from Mark 4, 22, for there is nothing hid which shall not be manifested. So what does that mean? Verse 22, let's say there's a perversion. All right. And this perversion of there have been perverted thoughts for years, right? Years. And it's been in the secret of our minds, right? God forbid. But now, okay. It seemed like it was harmless because it's just, it's imagination time and, you know, it's time to imagine and it's time to just dream and, you know, this ain't hurt nobody. It really is because the enemy will set a person up to harm them in the future because if I can get your mind to do it and I can get your mind to get in the, in the habit of doing this now, okay, now I can get your body to do it, right? I can I can put a I can I can put a situation there where now what you've been thinking about you can really do this, all right? And this is how the enemy works. I'm gonna set you up, okay? Because you've went against the scripture which he told us to confess, amen. Confess and we shall be made clean. Confess. Okay, confession is made into salvation. Confess that thing. So as we keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, then now there is a manifestation. How? Because now the police is involved and now, now, now they're involved and she's involved and he's involved. And now everybody know what was in the oven. 
in the in the oven of our minds in secret. The Lord told us to pull down the stronghold and cast down every evil imagination. Pull down the stronghold, cast down every evil imagination. Amen. Why are you telling me to do this, Lord? Can I tell you that nothing the Lord tells us to do is in vain? He don't just walk around bumping the gums just because I feel like talking. Let me talk. God don't do that. Everything, every instruction, every decree declare the Lord has given us. He's done it for a reason. Yes. So when you say I'm in my mind, I'm in my car, I'm bumping music. And the mind now, an idle mind is the devil's playground. You ever heard anybody say that? Well, the mind is we're, we're, we're vibing. We're in the car. We're chilling. We got our good music on. We're going down the road. Not too fast. Not too slow. Just cruising. All right. And so now our minds is going to different places now, different places now. And it's up to me and you. Okay. We are the keeper of the garden. Adam and Eve was the keeper of the garden. And because they were the keeper of the garden, they had to make sure weeds was not growing up amongst, okay, the corn and, and, and the apples and, and, and strawberries. We have to, we're the keeper of this garden that God gave us. And these weeds, we are in flesh. Every last one of us have thoughts that are not like God. But the Lord told us what to do with them. He, and, and no matter how much we would love to indulge in the thought, we have to pull down the stronghold. How, why are we pulling down the stronghold? Because in the airways, okay, this is where principalities and powers are. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities, powers, power, spiritual wickedness in high places. This is where the principalities are and powers. They're up high. All right. So this is why the Lord said, pull down because he's given us authority to do so. Pull down every stronghold because they're not going to stronghold you from the ground. No, they stronghold from the air, principalities, powers, spiritual wickedness in high places. Now they have their minions, which is the demons that are walking around demons that are walking around these demons. They still have uh, desires. Demons have desires. Demons, they like to drink and get drunk. Demons, they like to overeat. They love it. Demons, they love profanity. Demons, they love sexual intercourse. All right. And with, and I can go on and on and on with the things demons love. And because they're spirits now, they're demons, they're spirits. The only way they can indulge. Oh, I just have the urge for a beer. I have the urge for this alcohol. I just want to be drunk. These are demons. And the only way they can uh, indulge in the urge is to get inside of an individual. Which one of these individuals can I get in? And through them, I can indulge in having sex. It's just sex, 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 sex. In them, I can indulge in, in just overeating. So, oh, I just want to just, I want the whole buffet. I just want to indulge. I just want to indulge in this. There are demons walking around now and they're looking for people who are open to their urges. 
there are fighting demons. Did you know that? Demons, they love to fight. I want to get in somebody and I want to just fight. Who can I get in? Well, we, we have the, our feet shot with the preparation of the gospel of peace. You know, take on the, 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 the whole armor of God. Well, because we're protected with the armor of God, these demons, you know, they can't so much infiltrate because where the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of God lifts up a standard against them. So now these demons, oh, sexual demon, ooh, I just want to, I just want to just indulge in sexual intercourse. Who can I get in? And who can I just, you know, and then you can, you can listen to testimonies of people that have let sexual demons in. They are, they, they have sex all the time, but they will give the testimony that they are not happy. Why? Because it's a demon and the demon drives them to do it. Even when they don't want to do it, even when they're sore, even when they're, I heard a man tell a testimony one time that he had a masturbation spirit. And he would just do it so much until his groin started to burn. Every time he released semen, it would just burn. That's, that's, that's not the way God meant it. He, he put it here. He said an unjust balance is an abomination. Yes. So the Lord never put us here to fall way left or to fall way right. He put us here and he says, now, when you walk after my statutes and my ways, you're going to walk that just balance. Okay? You're going to walk that just balance. You're not going to have this. You're not going to have too much of that. But you're going to be right there steady where I can use you. Amen? You're not going to be too, 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 too mean. But you're not going to be so, 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 so sweet either till everybody chew you up and spit you out. We're not going to do that. Right? We're not going to do that. The Lord is not so much a lamb. Oh, he's a lamb. That he's not a lion. You understand? No, but just balance. We ain't, we ain't got, we ain't got no fools over here. We ain't got no idiots over here. No, we got to just balance. We're going to work, but that don't mean we won't fight. And we ain't going to spend all our time fighting and we don't build. You understand? So they just balance. And one of the ways that the enemy has caught us up in snares is secrets. Not talking about the ams, but we're talking about our secret uh, of the things that we fight with in secret. So the thoughts, the Lord said, pull down the stronghold because it's in the airways. And then they uh, give admission to the demons that are walking the land trying to find a body. And then the demons, they hop in a body. And all of this is from the airway. So you go to the root of it, go to the toot of it. Pull it down, okay? Pulling down the stronghold. So once you pull down the stronghold, now what do you do? Well, you can pull it down and you can let it run off into your kid's room. We don't want that, right? You can pull it down and you can let it run across the street to the neighbor's house, okay? And then keep peeping at you to see when you're going to be weak again so it can come back, right? No. So when we pull it down, we pull down the stronghold. Now what do we do? Cast down the imaginations that the stronghold brought. We can't pull the stronghold down and keep the imagination. We might as well keep the stronghold. So we pull down the stronghold. We cast down every evil imagination. Now what should we do? Bind it. All right. When the cops get something, somebody that's bad, 
somebody that have not pulled down the stronghold and have not cast down every evil imagination. Ooh, you know what? Every time I see them, they come out the house and they always got them J's on. They always got the new J's on. I tell you what, man, I bet if I go in there, I can, I can get all them J's and I can get, I can get back. $5,000. I can, I can see them Jay get about $5,000. Well, that's an evil thought. Oh, man, they always get a new car every year. Man, I tell you what, I bet they got some stuff in the house. I'm going to go over there. That's an evil thought. And the people you see in prison today, not all of them are guilty. But the guilty ones that are in prison today, these are the ones that they, they were not, they were not cleansed by the water of separation. These are the ones that didn't cast down, okay, didn't pull down the stronghold of theft, and they did not cast down the evil imagination, and they kept thinking and thinking and giving that thought an incubator, and before they knew it, there was an opportunity that presented itself, they took it, they ended up in jail, right? So with that being said, we pulled down the stronghold, cast down, like the police do, they cast the bad man down to the ground. They throw them down, right? So you cast down the imagination, all right? What are we going to do? We're going to bind it. So the police don't just throw them down and turn their back. Why would I do that? You're going to get up and run or you're going to get up and try to hurt me. So they bind them with what? Handcuffs. So we we pull down every evil imagination, cast it down, throw that thing down, all right? Then you're going to bind it with the word of the Lord. I bind you in the name of Jesus. That's how you bind. I bind you in the name of Jesus. Now that you bound them, the police, they don't just leave the, the robber or whoever it is, those that's found in fault, they don't just leave them on the street in handcuffs. No. Right? So we pull down the stronghold. We cast down every evil imagination that exalt itself above the knowledge of God. There are people out there, they're preaching, teaching, but they exalt themselves above the knowledge of God. What is the knowledge of God? This word. And they just know all other type of knowledge and it ain't got nothing to do with this word. No, we're going to bind the stronghold. We're going to pull that stronghold down. We're going to cast it down to the ground. We're going to bind it up. Why? Because it exalts itself above the knowledge of God. There is nothing above the knowledge of God. So because you exalt yourself and your knowledge above the knowledge of God, get over here. Right? So we pull it down. We, we bind it. Okay? And then what do we do? We cast it. Okay? So it's like an enemy. It's like a crook. You pull it down from the airways. You cast it down. Okay, and then we bind it with the word of God. I bind you in the name of Jesus. I bind you, theft spirit, in the name of Jesus. I bind you, uh, uh, whatever type of spirit it is. I bind you in the name of Jesus. And now that you're bound, handcuffs, now, but in my mind, I imagine the ropes, baby. Forget the handcuffs. Give me the ropes. And I rope. I'm roping from head to toe. Nothing can move. Amen. Nothing can move. All right. And now that this person is bound and can't do anything else. Now, because I don't need any other demons coming to help you get loose. I'm going to cast you into outer darkness where there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. You will never come back to this earth again. And that is how you get rid of a devil. Amen.
That is how you get rid of a devil. So we don't let him. We don't just we don't just we don't indulge in secrets because many times this is what get us messed up indulging in secrets. No, we don't indulge in secrets. And I know it's time to go. Second Chronicles 16 and 9. Let's go here real quick. Second Chronicles 16 and 9. I pray that this helps someone on today. This is what the Lord gave me. All right. So I pray that it helped the one that it was supposed to help or the two or the three or the four or the 10,000 or the 10 million. Second Corinthians 16 and 9 reads like this. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Herein thou hast done foolishly. Therefore, from henceforth, thou shalt have wars. All right. So the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth, which means there's not a hole deep enough that we can dig where the Lord can't see us. Romans, okay, chapter one is going to be how we fight. All right. Romans chapter one. And we're going to go to. Am I in the right place? Romans 1, 21 through 22. No, that's not. Okay, real quick. Let's go to James. Let's see, verse 20. Um, 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness because that which may be known of God is manifest in them for God has showed it unto them for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made even his eternal power and Godhead so that they are without excuse. Amen. Let's go real quick to James. And I know we got to get off of here, saints. We're going to go to James real quick. James chapter 3 and 16. Come on, come on, come on. Don't you want to go? Come on, come on, come on. Don't you want to go? Okay, James 3 and 16. This is neat. Okay. Love first, pure and peaceable, gentle, reaching fruit for righteousness, and peace. All right. So again, and you know, I just I gotta put my eyes on these things before I get on in on here because some of these people these they have these scriptures all messed up. I look up the scripture and then they, you know, they like, okay, this scripture is found, blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then I get over there and it's like, no, that's not. No, it's not. Saints, look, we love you so much. There are some things, you know, that we have to confess before the Lord. Amen. And if you have those that you can confess to, go ahead and do that thing. Amen. Free yourself. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Saints, we love you so much. And until next time, be blessed. In Jesus' name.